Well, good afternoon, everybody. It is Friday, uh, the 19th of June. Can't believe it. This is our sixth broadcast of What to Do. I am your host, John Gillick. It is great to be with you on this hopefully beautiful Friday, no matter where you are, if you're listening to this. Hopefully it is a very nice Friday for you. A um, couple of thoughts today. Um, really, really kind of uh, melancholy, to say the least. You know, this is the time of the year. You have your graduations, you have your celebrations, you have uh, moving up ceremonies, you have things like that happening for students all across our country and elsewhere. Um, but this year it's a little different. And obviously because of the uh, pandemic, we're not able to be together for those celebrations. We're not able to witness the students take their rightful place on a stage and accept their diploma from their, their principals and from their, their teachers and things like that. And I was last night, I was, um, listening to a couple of celebrations and things like that, that were being aired virtually, um, I know the school district I work for, we did, um, our middle school was done virtually. Um, and then we did our music department here in good old Scotch Plains. We did it virtually. And, you know, you could, you could sense um, the communal spirit was missing, obviously. But it still brought a sense of, wow, I, I remember those moments with those students, whether it was an eighth grader or some of my 12th graders, seniors. And you start to think about how the school year was cut short. And, and you start to think about all the great things that didn't happen. The concerts, the preparation leading up to those concerts, the musicals. You know, at least here in, in Scotch Plains, at Scotch Plains Fanwood, we at least got one weekend of their high school musical, Chicago, at least they got to perform it one weekend. Um, it was slated to be done for two weeks, two weekends. But, you know, it's things like that. You, th- you start to think, like, wow, how good of a concert would that have been? You just think about the music you picked and, and the work that the students were putting into it. And I, I was thinking back today um, when we did our eighth grade recognition, where we recognized the students for their efforts academically and artistically through the course of the school year. And it was my turn to give out the awards for uh, the jazz band and for uh, students in the wind ensemble, which are both uh, select c- clubs. You, you have to audition for it and be a member of it. The wind ensemble never got to perform any of the music that was selected for them. And then the jazz band, as I spoke about it today, uh, and virtually, by the way, and parents were logged in, so there was they were able to at least hear the words of praise for their students, for their children. And I, I remarked about how the jazz band actually played March 6th at a New Jersey Devils hockey game. March 6th. Ten days later, we're supposed to be shut down for two weeks, which turned into three months. And who knows what the future is going to hold. Who knows what our next thing is going to happen. We're planning. We're planning, obviously, for September. I keep telling my students who are going from grade 7 to 8 and grade 6 to 7, you know, we're planning a winter concert. Music has been picked. Things have been, you know, taken care of. But we don't know what's next. So we cherish the moments that we have. And 
that's one of the things I took away from these celebrations and, and these, these recognitions and these graduations and, and the uh, observations of what these students had to go through and their, their school year was cut short. And then, you know, my own nephew, he's graduating eighth grade, so they had his recognition night. So literally in our house, we had two laptops going and my cell phone to watch and take part in those, those recognitions and those graduations and those celebrations. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? You know, and I'm sure a lot of people think the same way. I think a lot of people share the same sentiment, you know, the could-bes and the would-bes. One of the things I thought was pretty cool a few weeks ago, a very close friends of ours got married virtually. You know, they, you could log in. Uh, to watch the ceremony and, and watch the cutting of the cake and things like that, all the traditional effects of a wedding. Um, and they did it flawlessly. It was beautiful, beautiful ceremony. But again, it was done virtually. And you sometimes in the back of your head, you keep that thought. You say, okay, well, what could have been, what might have been, what should have been? Turns out you have to make that left turn. You have to take that next step into something that's new and something that is different. Are we getting the same results? Who knows? I do know, though, that I've learned a lot in this past few months of virtual learning. I've learned more technology. I've learned how to reach majority of my students in the same manner that I would have in a classroom setting. So I don't think it's essentially going to go away. I think it's going to enhance, maybe even add to our learning experiences. But we never know. We don't know what the future holds for any of us in this current climate that we're in. Some other musings, some other thoughts today. Um, I opened up a, a, a laptop this morning, and I'm looking at, the, at some information. I'm reading some stories. I'm reading some things on there. Rat, the rock band Rat, is back in the top 20 with their single Round and Round based on that Geico commercial. That's unbelievable. It's like we've really gone back to the 80s. <laughs> Rat in the top 20. On billboard charts, that's amazing. I'm reading a couple other things in in in, in the radio broadcasting um, world, and here in New York, the number one radio station is the classical music station. How about that? Not traditional, uh, you know, rock station or the oldie station, whatever's the oldie station, or even a news station. But during this entire time, the pandemic, the the classical music station has taken over at number one. And I guess it's because, you know, people want something relaxing. I would hope that they want something relaxing during the course of their time together. Maybe it was to put some some music on that would kind of break up the day, so to speak. I don't know. But isn't that something? New York City, New Jersey area, the number one radio station is the classical music station. Don't even get me started on baseball. I'm reading about what's happening with with those folks. My personal opinion, gang, I don't think it's going to happen. All the players down in Houston and Dallas who are getting sick or they're testing positive for this COVID-19, you know, one wonders if the NFL is going to begin. And seems to be that the NHL, even they're practicing, they're putting some people on the ice, but, you know, nothing has been said about a definitive um, startup with the playoffs and the kind of uh, idea of playing in front of nobody. Same with the NBA. 
But I did see something. I saw some students who are uh, involved with Color Guard, uh, which is in the marching arts arena, actually practicing somewhere in the, in the Midwest. I don't re- exactly remember where, but you saw a video of them practicing, getting ready for who knows what, maybe band camp or something like that, but practicing socially distant from each other, but again, out there practicing. Which leads me to think, in the marching world, and those of you who know me know I'm involved with the world of the marching arts, whether it be marching band or DCI, drum and bugle corps, you often wonder, is 2021 going to happen for a tour? And if you don't know anything about DCI, let me enlighten you a little bit. Basically, these drum corps travel around the country. They perform in cities almost every other night, but they require schools to stay in. So they'll come to your town. Um, The local band director may have marched in one of the organizations, maybe has taught one of the organizations. Usually the school board says, okay, they can stay for a night or two. And they use the facilities. They stay in a gym. They have to use the locker rooms to to shower in. They hook up their food truck. And these, these organizations travel. Yeah, they travel big. They have four or five cruiser buses, the big gigantic buses. They travel with two or three tractor trailers with equipment on it. One of the trailers is loaded with a kitchen, a fully stocked kitchen. And it's all parent volunteers who help out the kids. And they're 135 some odd kids, I believe. They, they travel around the country, but they require schools to stay in. wonder how many schools are going to say yes to you staying here with us. And drum corps is a wonderful activity, by the way. Let, you know, let, me, let me get into that for a little bit. And there's a wonderful drum corps that's local, kind of localish. They're based out of Pennsylvania, but they were from Garfield, New Jersey. They were called the Garfield Cadets. Um, wonderful organization. If you get a chance to check out any of their, their stuff, it's all on YouTube. You can check out things on there. You can go to their website, check things out. Maybe even donate a, a couple of bucks here and there to help them out. You know, let them know that they are appreciated for their, their art and what they perform. But, you know, I think this week was a, a week where I look back and I'm looking forward a little bit. You know, I'm kind of seeing how things were. You know, I'm missing my, my student dearly. I got a nice little letter from a sixth grader uh, that I teach for a general music class saying how excited she is to be in band next year and can't wait to start up. She's been practicing her music that I, we sent her over the course of the spring. She's been busy working on, on music for her jazz auditions and things like that. So, you know, it really made me think, okay, we're, we're going forward here. There, there's a student who really can't wait to get back to the, to the normality of it. And we don't even know what that's going to be or what that's even going to look like, gang. But all I know is that, you know, if we keep, keep going forward, positivity, keep making sure we check in on each other, keep making sure we, we, we look after one another, make sure we are friendly and peaceful towards one another. I think that will make that new normal. I think that'll be the new normal, in my opinion. Again, folks, if you want to get involved with this uh, podcast. You can always reach out to me at Facebook. You can find me there, John Gillick, G-I-L-L-I-C-K. You can reach me on the internet if you want to email me at jjg5150 at aol.com. I'll be more than happy to take your suggestions, listen to your comments. Um, A couple of you have emailed me in the past couple of weeks uh, with some great suggestions 
um, about the show and really digging what I have to say and, you know, kind of kind of agreeing a little bit there. And that's cool. I think that's wonderful. So this is our sixth installment of What to Do. Um, again, it's been a pleasure to do this. Even if one person listens, at least I, I know I'm kind of lighting the world for that person and hopefully helping them out. So again, thank you very much for listening. I'm John Gillick, and this is What to Do.